This is The Space Shot, episode 191 for November 21st, 2017. The 4-Inch Flight. Hey everybody, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. November 21st, 1960 was supposed to see the maiden flight of the Mercury capsule on a Redstone booster. This flight was the first of many that would be used to qualify the spacecraft design through launch and re-entry. However, this flight didn't go off as planned. It didn't even end in a massive fireball or explosion as the rocket malfunctioned. For lack of a better term, it was a dud. If you've ever played Kerbal Space Program, you've probably experienced numerous types of very comical failures. Unlike Kerbal Space Program, during the space race, a failure at this time was anything but amusing. In Failure's Not an Option, Mission Control from Mercury to Apollo 13 and Beyond, Gene Kranz relates the story of this first Mercury-Redstone flight. Quote, The launch countdown progressed without any major incident. As liftoff approached, I leaned back and peered at the video image on Kraft's console, coming from a camera focused on the redstone standing on the launch pad. Precisely at zero on the clock, there was a great cloud of smoke. Kraft looked startled, and then he looked forward intently. The TV cameraman momentarily lost track as he panned the camera upward, and for a few seconds there was nothing on the screen but a smoky sky. From my position, it looked much like the rockets I had launched from an aircraft. I was surprised at how quickly the redstone had accelerated and moved out of sight. Then, after a few seconds, the camera panned down. Although smoke still obscured the launch pad, the vague outline of a redstone was still there. Kraft's face was incredulous. He stammered for a few seconds and then called out, Booster, what the hell happened? Kranz continues. Quote, the redstone had lifted a few inches off the launch pad, and then the engine shut down. By some miracle, the rocket had landed back on the launcher cradle. When the escape tower cut loose, unguided and spewing flame, it corkscrewed to an altitude of about 4,000 feet. As it plummeted back to Earth, loudspeakers around the facility blared out warnings to the astronauts, engineers, and VIPs in the viewing area to take cover. Krantz went on to share the idea that someone had had to take a rifle to shoot holes in the fuel and oxidizer tanks to depressurize the vehicle, a decidedly unwise course of action. The failure of the booster is an example of what Christopher Kraft said is the first rule of flight control. If you don't know what to do, don't do anything. In the days after the launch, the cause of the failure was identified, but this incident was still a blow to American morale. There was a two-prong plug in the tail of the rocket that had one prong slightly longer than the other, about a half inch. That small difference meant that the disconnection from the first prong happened about 21 milliseconds before the other. When this happened, it sent the signal for a normal engine cutoff, causing the Rocketdyne A7 engine to shut down. Once this happened, the escape tower jettisoned a normal sequence that was to take place. In his book, Failure's Not an Option, Kranz sums up the space program succinctly. 
quote, In these early months, we were plain lucky that America understood there was no achievement without risk, and that there were no guarantees in this new business called spaceflight. Speaking of no guarantees in spaceflight, the launch of the Falcon 9 that's carrying the clandestine Zuma satellite has been postponed until SpaceX can further examine fairing separation data that was obtained during tests for another mission. Since you're here, why don't you let me know what you think of the podcast by leaving a review on iTunes. It takes just a minute to do that, and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. While you're there, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of the daily episodes. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search the Space Shot or click the link in the show notes. Tomorrow, first contact. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.